Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a March 15th, post-March 14th edition. It's a Wednesday here on the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer for BlazersEdge.com former Blazers beat writer for the Vancouver Columbians. Sometimes I also write at the Associated Press these days. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we have a wide variety of podcasts that cover the NBA and the NFL. So uh, definitely be sure to check out all the podcasts that we have to offer. If you want to get some insight on some other teams, maybe some of the teams that the Blazers are fighting with for this eighth seed in the Western Conference. However, their uh, hopes to make the playoffs, I think it's safe to say, took a considerable hit last night, uh, at least a notable one, because they lose to the New Orleans Pelicans in... uh, just extremely disappointing fashion. The Blazers lose 100 to 77. The Pelicans win by 23 in this one. Damian Lillard had a good game overall from the field. Pretty much everyone else on the Blazers did not, and that includes CJ McCollum, which that doesn't happen that often. McCollum had a rough night, only eight points, 12 or four of 12, excuse me, from the field. The Pelicans win this game behind a really great performance from DeMarcus Cousins. He had 22 points, 9 rebounds in 30 minutes. Anthony Davis was not that efficient from the field, he but he did finish with 15 points, 15 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Uh, Cousins had 2 blocks as well to go with 3 assists and 3 steals. So a uh, pretty great all-around dominant performance from Cousins. And the Pelicans also got some... Uh, good minutes off the bench from Jordan Crawford, aka Steezus, uh, who you know has been a, a journeyman in the league for a long time, uh, and and can still get buckets and did that last night against the Blazers, which uh, really hurt them on a night when a lot of their key bench guys and a lot of their key players just across the roster, not even just on the bench, had bad nights. Alan Crabb was one of eight. Same for Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Uh, after bouncing back, having a really nice game against the Suns the other night, has uh, another off game. And so uh, we're starting to see a little bit of dips in production here uh, from Nurkic. But it's 
it, when Cousins gets up for you and and Cousins plays hard and plays the way that he did and is is really aggressive from the opening tip off uh it, it's hard to slow him down and in this game the Pelicans have mostly been or you know overall this season Frank the, the since the the trade the Pelicans have been much better with Cousins off the court actually they've actually played better with Davis on the floor and without Cousins but uh in this one Cousins really was effective and really was I think the reason that the Pelicans won this game granted Portland not making any shots was uh, a major factor in this as well but I think Portland just had really no answer for Cousins in the middle and and Nurkic really uh was not an answer there not necessarily that he can't be in the future or that he isn't probably their best option to go against Cousins but Cousins is you know considerably older than Nurkic Nurkic is still very much learning a lot uh and perhaps with the uh the Nurkic fever that's been going on, not just here in Portland, but nationally, so much coverage about how that trade, you know, the trade for Portland worked out well and the trade for the Pelicans hasn't worked out. So uh, I'm sure some of that uh, may, may have inspired Cousins some to get after it. Uh, but he really, I thought, set the tone for the Pelicans in this game and and Portland really just never had a chance uh, with him dominating in the middle like that, whether it was Nurkic, whether it was Myers Leonard, who Terry Stotts gave a, a lot of minutes to in hopes to both help the offense, which was struggling, and uh, had, use him against Cousins on the block. That didn't really slow him down. Myers didn't play poorly. I think he had probably the best game off the bench. He and Shabazz Napier both played pretty decent. They, they poured in some points. Myers had nine points and seven boards and three assists. Napier with with ten points. He made two threes. So uh, both of those guys provided a little punch off the bench, but with everybody else on the roster pretty much giving you nothing in this game, uh, it, it's just it's hard to win like that. Uh, Al Farouk Aminu only had one point. He did have ten rebounds, but one point is not going to cut it for you. Uh, and this game was such a blowout that with like eight minutes left in the in the fourth quarter, Stotts with a back-to-back and a game against the Spurs tonight in San Antonio. Granted, even though they're going to be without LaMarcus Aldridge, that is, is still going to, you know, the Spurs are a super tough team. They're just, they're, it's like they're from another planet. And uh, they still have Kawhi Leonard and they, they still have, probably the best two-way player in the league and and a great coach and a great system and a super deep roster. So uh, they saved their energy uh, for a comeback attempt for tonight. But also, frankly, that, you know, they, even if they had put their guys in there and they had tried to go for it, I don't think they were going to get there. It, it just seemed like a night like the Blazers just did not have it. Uh, Lillard, had one of his, you know, had had a had a good Lillard game. Uh, obviously, the assists weren't there because the team just didn't shoot very well outside of the the bench guys that I mentioned and Lillard himself. Uh, it just was not a night for Portland 
to to get loose on the perimeter. They got 32 three-point attempts, so it wasn't like they were getting, you know, the it wasn't like they were getting the supply chain cut off. They were getting to the three-point shots that they wanted. They just did not make enough of them, and overall, they were just brick city. I mean, when you shoot 30% overall, as the Blazers did, it's tough to win uh, no matter how good of defense that you play. And the Pelicans... Uh, also were really good at, I think, imposing their style of play on the Blazers. This game was uh, a, a really slow-paced game. Uh, so anytime the, the Blazers would you know say they'd get a bucket or something and they have a nice play <clears throat> and, 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 and they, they looked like they'd have some momentum, it would be really hard for them to, to build on that because the Pelicans were really disciplined at we're going to get the ball, we're going to run our half-court sets, we're going to get the ball to Cousins, we're going to get the ball to Davis, and we're going to let them create, we're going to let them dry in the defense and, and see what happens. And I, I thought that the way that the Pelicans controlled the pace, the way that they didn't turn the ball over, and that even when uh, Portland would get into a little bit of a rhythm offensively, the Pelicans' discipline to stay at that slow pace and never really let the game turn into a running affair, uh, I thought really played into their advantage, especially in a game where Cousins had so has had so had so much success. Uh, he's not a guy who is going to play at a, a super fast pace. He, 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 his physical condition still needs a little work. And it also could just be that his body type just may not lend itself to uh, the way a lot of teams play now, where they're just running up as many possessions as they can and trying to jack up as many uh, three point shots as they can. Uh, but the, the Pelicans don't do that, and I think maybe they're figuring that out, which is a little bit of a departure for their team and their coach, Alvin Gentry, who obviously is a disciple of Mike D'Antoni and a really great offensive coach, really loves to push the pace and wants to create that kind of wide-open feel that a lot of teams are going to now. But obviously with Cousins on the team, that requires an adjustment, and I thought that the Pelicans in this game really adjusted to the fact that Cousins is such a – important player and it really punished the Blazers in this game because uh with Nurkic they've still been playing at a fast pace they, they've actually been playing at a faster pace with Nurkic in the lineup than with they did with Mason Plumley. so Portland has been running quite a bit and so for the Pelicans to slow the Blazers down on the defensive end which they I thought they did a good job of and then also when they gotten their own possessions even when Portland would have good moments they wouldn't let themselves get caught up into playing the same style of game that that Portland wanted to play and 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 that uh I thought was really a key to the victory for the Pelicans and that win for the Pelicans gets them a little bit closer and I think I don't think it's hyperbole at this point to say that that problem that keeps them in the race. They're five games out now, uh, but uh, picking up a game on the Blazers, I think helps bring back all those other teams. And, and it does give the Pelicans a tiny bit of hope. I don't have a lot of hope for them, but 
uh, if they wanted to have any wild, un- improbable chance at making the playoffs, this game is one that they had to have uh, for the Pelicans. And, and also one, frankly, that the Blazers needed to have if they wanted to catch up with Denver. Now, uh, a lot of analysts have looked at the schedule for both teams and think that the schedule benefits Portland more down the stretch. They also have uh, some home games that could be rest opportunities down the stretch for, for, for some of their opponents. So uh, Portland may benefit there, but uh, with the rest of the games on this road trip coming against teams that are either going to make the playoffs or are playing playoff-level basketball, and that is San Antonio, Atlanta, Miami, Miami playing super good basketball, uh, the hottest team in the league probably since 2017 began, uh, and and they've played phenomenal. The Hawks have been solid all season long, and then the Spurs are the Spurs, and uh, they Portland really needed this game, and it was interesting to watch this game play out because it clearly looked like the Blazers thought this was a game that they were going to have, and uh, the Pelicans came out and looked like a team that needed this game to have any potential hope of making the playoffs, and uh, they've given themselves a, a little bit of hope. I wouldn't say that they're, st- I mean, they're still kind of far from the pack, but uh, maybe this is a springboard win. Uh, but but either way, uh, the the Pelicans kind of give themselves a, a chance at a chance to make the playoffs. And Portland, who has a great shot to make it still, um, really hurt their chances, I think, because uh, I highly doubt that they'll go into San Antonio and get a victory tonight. Uh, and, and going into Atlanta and Miami is also going to be really tough because, uh, you know, Portland struggled against Atlanta. They, they went into overtime and lost to Atlanta back here uh, in Portland. And then Miami is a completely different team than the one that they faced in December. So, yeah, uh, I, I think that loss last night was pretty big for Portland and, and definitely one that uh, we will look at once they – you know, if they if, if they miss the playoffs, we'll look at this loss and be like, you know, that was one of the big ones, especially if it comes down to the final game of the season or something. Uh, just because uh, on this trip, their last long road trip, uh, they could have used a, a good start to go two and zero, uh, and they they didn't get that, and and uh, the loss to New Orleans, I think, re- really hurts them in in the chase for the playoff race now. I know those. I know that there are many of you who are also interested in the Blazers' draft position because, of course, why wouldn't you be? Uh, drafting is important. Getting a good draft pick is generally good. And as it stands right now, Portland remains in the same position that they were the last time we checked in on their draft spot. Uh, if the season ended today, in, ended today, Portland would have the twelfth pick in the upcoming draft uh and right now they are a game outside they're a game behind dallas who currently holds the ninth pick and they're two and a half back of new orleans who holds the eighth pick so 
uh, probably also in Portland's best interest that New Orleans starts to kind of semi get it together and, and win some games. New Orleans has won two in a row. So that, uh, you know, it seems like they're maybe building something. And if, if they can, if they can build towards something then, uh, and make things interesting, then that would, if Portland decides to, to shut it down and, and, and something happens down the stretch of the season here, uh, they could fall to maybe a top eight pick, but really I think that that's the highest ceiling that they can get to. Now, obviously being there, there's a greater chance that they vault into the top three, which would be phenomenal, but, uh, you know, those chances are, are extremely slim. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's your standings update in the, in the tank update that those standings are brought to us by tankathon.com. Uh, great website that just, it, they just keep track of who, uh, will have the best draft position and it's a pretty simple website. So if you want to get updates on whether the Blazers are close in the playoff or in the, in the draft lottery race and how close they are, how far away they are from higher picks, tankathon.com is the place to check that out. So as I mentioned, the Blazers will be in San Antonio this evening facing the the Spurs after the Pelicans really slowed them down. I kind of want to give some numbers just to illustrate that the, the, the Pelicans did actually slow down the pace. The pace number on last night's game was a 93.4, which is extremely slow. That is like, that is peak uh, grit and grind Grizzlies era slow. That, that, that is... They, they they played with great discipline in this game, a very slow pace, and if they can get this thing together, I think that it has a lot of potential because when it looked good tonight, it lo- or last night it looked good. The, the the Cousins and Davis pairing they had they paired together for a sweet alley oop where Cousins was high, Davis was low, throw a lob to Davis, catch, turn around, one eighty dunk. I mean. These guys are, are extremely interesting to watch, so I hope for just the sake of watching interesting basketball that they uh, continue to evolve. And certainly, I think those of you interested in getting a better draft pick would also want the Pelicans to kind of pick it up here towards the end of the season. Uh, another thing that Portland really didn't do a great job on was hitting the offensive boards. Again, credit to the Pelicans for uh, really just grabbing all of the boards. They had 45 defensive rebounds tonight uh or in the in the game on Tuesday excuse me so yeah overall great game from the Pelicans Portland is heading to San Antonio the Spurs don't have LaMarcus Aldridge as we mentioned on the podcast get well soon LA hope that uh the heart issue is resolved soon the Spurs are suddenly now in a sprint to the finish line of the regular season with the Golden State Warriors to hold on to that number one overall seed, which is a pretty wild turn of events, but not that surprising when you consider how the Warriors have played, how the, you know, the, how they restructured their roster with adding Kevin Durant, losing Harrison Barnes, losing Andrew Bogut, losing Maurice Spates, 
you know, losing a lot of guys that were extremely important to last year's team. And now they're, they're dealing with the having not having Durant and not having those guys that were key parts of last year's team. They're playing big minutes with guys that are uh, that are career backups and guys that aren't really used to getting these type of minutes uh, like Pat McCaw, like James Michael McAdoo. They're playing Zaza down the stretch of games because they, you know, they don't really have the, the same team. Iguodala doesn't look to be the same player. Uh, you know, Sean Livingston does his thing, but I don't know how well he fits with Curry and Thompson on the floor together. Maybe he fits better than I think. I don't know, but I, that would be, uh, you know, I, I feel like they're trying things. They signed Matt Barnes. They're doing all these, but they're not. Uh, they're not creating that separation, and they're just not as invincible without Durant as they were even last year without Durant. So a uh, really interesting time for both of those teams and the Spurs in general really, uh, I'm sure, want to get that eighth seed uh, or want to, to play the eighth seed in, in the first round of the playoffs and face a team that uh, most likely will be below 500 when the season's over and this game is huge for the Spurs as well. So uh, it's not as if they're playing for nothing. Uh, so Portland needs this game to get into the playoffs and to make up ground on Denver, who they are now two and a half games behind for the eighth seed in the West. But it's a huge game for the Spurs as well as they uh, try to lock down home court advantage, not only in the first round, but throughout the entire playoffs which uh i know that the oracle arena has seemed to be less invincible uh in recent years with you know maybe not the uh original fans the truer fans that have been there through the dark ages uh being in the arena uh, it's uh, more of a bandwagony crowd some say and so but still they still thrive there. It's still their home court. And if you're the Spurs and you're looking ahead at a potential Western Conference final series against the Warriors, you want to lock down that home court. I mean, you don't think Oklahoma City would have liked to have home court last year. They still may have Kevin Durant if that happens. So uh, big game for the Spurs with major implications down the road. Every game for them down the stretch has uh, major implications because right now they're a half a game behind the Warriors in the standing. So, uh, oh yeah, Warriors got a win last night, comeback win to go over, over the 76ers to uh, give them a, a little bit of a of breathing room, but uh, the Spurs with a chance to uh, tie it up again uh, in the standing. So, big game tonight, going to be a really tough one for the Blazers to steal a win in San Antonio where the Spurs are 25 and six this season. So that is obviously going to be very difficult. And uh, just to catch you up on what's been going on with uh, some of the other teams, uh, Dallas has lost a couple of games. Minnesota is on a roll. Ricky Rubio continues to play out of his mind. 
at least from where we've seen him play for the majority of his NBA career. So he's been fantastic. And the Timberwolves are actually only a game behind Portland. Same with the Mavericks. But uh, so they're they're right there. Uh, and Minnesota has three meetings with the Blazers in these last 16 or so games. So uh, watch out for Minnesota still. Denver it, it has won three in a row, so maybe they're starting to roll a little bit here. Maybe they create a little bit of separation uh, down the stretch here, uh, and, and it'd be interesting to see how that may affect the approach for all these other teams. But uh, Denver is is on a little bit of a roll. Portland with a really disappointing loss last night, as far as their playoff hopes are concerned, on the road in the Pel- in New Orleans, getting dominated by Cousins. Uh, and, and really looking flat-footed for most of the game. But they have another chance to uh, make it up against arguably, you know, possibly the best team in the league right now, fighting for the best record in the league the Spurs are. So uh, they have an opportunity. It's going to be difficult, but they do get another chance tonight against the Spurs. And without Aldridge, they are not as good. So uh, if there's any consolation there, Portland uh, does get a chance at them, uh, even though the circumstances obviously for L.A. missing are not uh, ones that you'd want to wish on anybody. But um, yeah, so uh, Blazers facing the Spurs tonight in San Antonio. We will be back after that one. Please subscribe to the Locked on Blazers podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can get a podcast, we are there. And we'd really appreciate a five-star review. If you could give us one, it really helps us out. And if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, hit us up at LockedOnBlazers at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBlazers. Or you could follow me at Eric underscore Gunderson to see my twi- tweets about basketball it's march madness so i'm sure i'll be watching true tv tonight at some point tweeting about that uh with with the first four and all that stuff so uh keep it locked here on lockdown blazers and we will be back with you very very soon after the blazers face the san antonio spurs takes a lot to get excited about a bag but most bags can't save you 20 percent on auto parts that's 20 percent off headlamps 20 percent off oil filters 20 percent off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent napa reusable bag so tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores while supplies last minimum three items exclusions apply offer ends 10 31 17